You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I feel like I spend a lot of time trying to shake the idea that what we're really doing here is worshiping Zeus. <laughs> I'm going to explain that a little bit, but just think about it. When I say, close your eyes and try to picture God, what do you think of? I mean, like, the, the Mary said God. But what does he look like? <laughs> Bearded man, maybe? White hair, white robes, maybe, like these. Um, lots of light. Lots of light. Is he sitting on a cloud, maybe? Yeah, so I'm going to get to that. But when I think about God, oftentimes I will picture Zeus, basically. I mean, I picture accidentally. It's not intentional. But I've been raised with this idea that God is like an old man in the sky with a white beard, sitting maybe on a throne, maybe not, um, and he's holding a thunderbolt, right? And he's, he's getting ready, you know, he's keeping tally, he's keeping track of who's wrong, who's right, who's messing up, who's, who's doing good things, who's doing bad things. It's kind of like Santa Claus. He has a, has a list, he's checking it twice to find out who's naughty and who's nice, and the people that are naughty, they're gonna get a thunderbolt hur- hurled at them, right? A lot of people walk around this world in life thinking that God is like Zeus. And there are lots of gods throughout human history. It's not just Zeus. That's the most, you know, maybe recent popular example. But Zeus is like Poseidon or Jupiter or Baal or Ra or Odin. These characters, these these gods are all the same. There are men in the sky with thunderbolts ready to hurl at people who do wrong, right? And these gods have big egos. You can't offend God because God will strike you with a thunderbolt. There are lots of stories in these myths about these gods getting upset and killing people. But we don't worship that God in this church. We don't worship a God that keeps tally, that's wrathful and waiting for us to mess up so we can be struck down. No, that's not the God we adore here. We don't worship a God that created the world and then subsequently dominated it with his brutal force, hurling lightning bolts or tornadoes or violence or bankruptcy or divorce or all kinds of setbacks at people. We don't worship a God who punishes us based on our good or bad deeds. We don't worship a God that checks his list to see if we're naughty or nice. We do not worship Zeus because Zeus is not about love. Zeus is about ego. We do not honor and love the name of Zeus. We honor and love the name of the Trinity, which is love through and through. Through and through. And that's what Trinity Sunday is all about, is thinking about the Father, Son, and Spirit 
as love through and through. And so anytime we think religion is all about us versus them, who's in heaven and who's in hell, or who's wrong or who's right, we're worshiping Zeus. Because the God we worship is the God of love. As the Bible says in 1 John, quote, love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. That is the Trinitarian God we worship. Is the God that loves us from the creation of the universe, as it says in Proverbs 8. We read that a little while ago. The God who loves us from the creation of the universe, the God who loved us enough to come among us and into the messiness of human life, the God who loves us enough to pour the Holy Spirit into our hearts to perfect us in love. And so God is love, not violence. God is not the God that's waiting to hurl a thunderbolt at us. That mysterious being we call God is goodness, peace, light, not the destroyer of the world, not one who throws us into hell and throws away the key. The God we serve is a God of scandalous love, unmerited grace, abundant favor, and ultimate goodness. Whereas Zeus is judgmental, arrogant, full of ego, who kills people who step out of line, our God is loving. As it says in the Bible, 1 Peter 5, cast all your care upon God, for he cares for you. Psalm 121, he will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Matthew 10, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered, so do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. And John 3.16, which we've all heard, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In other words, God is all manner and facet of love. The lover, the beloved, and the love between. The lover, the beloved, and the love between. The Trinity, our God, is the love, the lover. The lover, the beloved, and the love between. Our God, the Trinity, is subject, object, and gift between. The Trinity, our God, is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in perfect harmony and unified being, perfect, plural, peace. Perfect, plural, peace. Our God, the Trinity of persons and unity of being, finds a way to make everyone belong. Our God, through and through, in the Trinity, knows how to make room for everyone. And if you think about it, that's really what the Trinity is, is three parts of the Godhead in one God. They figure out how to be one together. And if you think about it, that's really what the world wants, is for all of us in our difference and divisions to figure out how to be one in plural unity. 
And so our God is the three that mysteriously fit into one being, an eternal making room for each other. But as we know, we silly and sometimes malicious, downright malicious people use our free will to get our own way. And we use it to knock each other down. Am I right? I know that in traffic, sometimes I want to hurl some, some thunderbolts. You know what I mean? <laughs> and when we do that, we're really showing people that we worship Zeus. Power and might and getting what we want. And when you think about it, when we push to get our own way, to decide who's in, who's out, and who's right and who's wrong, we really just want to be Zeus. We want to be the ones who judges who's in and who's out, who's worthy and who's unworthy, who's good and who's bad, who's right and who's wrong. I know that I have to fight those impulses. But the God who created us, who loves us, and who calls us into eternal plural peace resounds with joy and knows that we struggle. <laughs> That's why Jesus has come among us. In Jesus, God showed us the way to be truly human. In the messiness of life, he never blamed, he never judged harshly, he never killed anyone, he never cursed anyone, he never encouraged violence, and he never encouraged hatred and division. He welcomed the outcast, the sinner, and the stranger. And so God calls us to be not Zeus, but like Jesus perfectly loving, striving for peace, striving for just, wholehearted, and sacrificial love. God, the God of perfect, plural peace, calls us to join in the dance. I mean, who will debate that there's something beautiful, something divine about groups of people, especially large groups of people, getting together and singing in harmony, like we're doing this morning. Maybe you've seen it at a rock concert, or maybe you've seen it at you know, a big event. Um, but there's something divine about people coming together in plural unity. And there's something probably divine at work when we, when people generally, put away our Zeus mentalities to become more like Jesus, sharing in the glory of God with each other. And that's the reason that we, before we take communion, Past the peace, we try to enact what we see in the Trinitarian God, that perfect plural peace. <coughs> and the good news is that no matter what, no matter our failings, no matter our inability to live up to perfect peace, Jesus has come among us, and the Spirit has been poured into our hearts. We've already been caught up into the beauty of that perfect plural peace in the Trinity. And that's what we celebrate this day. And so, we, have, we are not worshiping Zeus, we're worshiping God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.